0: This podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Ngunnawal and Yambri people and we pay respect to Mother Earth, the footprints that came before us, the ones we follow now and the footsteps that will guide us long into the future.
1: Hello everyone, it is Callie here, solo again, just doing an intro for part two of Andrew's Chaos Monster. I hope you enjoyed part one, that was last week, and uh, we are just giving you now part two of this chat. You've got almost another hour, seriously, like this is why I had to do it across two parts. But So you got a little special bonus episode, and uh, we really hope that you enjoy it so far and you enjoy the second part. Could you imagine how long... Have been. Um, just want to give you a quick shout out to I found a new podcast. I say I found it, I don't think it was lost. But if, like me, you love a bit of history, there is a new podcast. It is not new. Why did I say it's new? It's new to me that I found, because again, it was lost in the ether. But it's called For the Love of History, and there's like six seasons. The chick TK who actually does it is. Bloody hilarious. And so, you know, I'm listening to her talking about, um, just doing a bit of a take on things that happened in history. Like, we're talking ancient history. We've uh, So far, I've listened to things about Egyptians, Mongolians. Some of these people were utterly cool. Genghis, apparently Jen, Genghis Khan, not Genghis. Anyway, all sorts of stuff. But I want to give a shout-out to that before I forget it by the time we record the next one. Um, and I have run out of podcasts, so... Could not have come at a better time for me. But yes, enjoy this uh, second part and we will see you again next week. Thank All right, so let's um, revisit that idea of stimming. I thought it was interesting. I just put PB up to bed and she was vocal stimming.
2: Vocal stimming.
1: Yeah, and I thought that flagged for me earlier when you were saying that sometimes you'll say three words over and over again in your head. It's almost yeah. like an internal vocal stimming.
2: Yeah, sometimes... So like. <laughs> going all over the place why would we do that on this episode so there's there's <laughs> <laughs> the, the Ooh, s- shade. <laughs> the, no, there's songs that can get stuck in my head but sometimes i literally get like a sentence not uh-huh. not from a song just a sentence yep. it might have been said in a movie or something or uh-huh. it could even just be like a phrase or even a word sometimes it might just be like mm-hmm. conundrum and that'll be stuck in my head for That's a couple of days such a good word. that is that is a conundrum it's quite the conundrum, yeah. Um, and and maybe that I don't like speak them out loud, but I will speak them in my head. And I, and sometimes I'll actually like be like, Ugh, I'm just so sick of saying, plot of land. I'm just so sick of it. Just like I've been saying it for the last three hours just in my head, plot of land, why?
1: <laughs> so it's like an internal verbal stim. Always. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
2: don't I don't externalise it at all but it's just in my head just like bits of words or bits of sentences or someone will say something and I'm like, oh, I'm going to be saying that for the rest of the day. <laughs> you get so
0: bored you try and mix the words up and just be like lot of planned. <laughs> <laughs> or
2: planundrum. <laughs> But back to, back to stimming, you you mentioning about spinning my pen around in maybe mm-hmm. that's not seen as a stim, um, but I feel like it probably is. The other one that I do regularly when I don't have my pen in my hand is I take my wedding ring off and I turn it around and I put it back on and I do that again Yeah. and again Yeah. and again. I've already done it probably a thousand times tonight. Yeah, you and, have. and then sometimes yeah. I put it on that finger and I hold it there while I just like squeeze that finger a little bit. And then I put it back on. And so many times in meetings you'll just see this ding and my ring goes rolling. (laughs) You're like, oh, sorry. (laughs) Right, my wedding ring gonna put that back on. (laughs) Um, But the other one that I often do is I tap my I tap my fingers. Mm -hmm. I used to be a drummer, which is possibly a bad idea. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
2: And so now I'm often tapping things. I I I want to, but I manage to stop myself from doing it more Mm. in more (laughs) in appropriate contexts. But when I'm like alone and I'm thinking, I'm always tapping. Often with multiple things, I'll use. So you're, your
0: tapping is driving her nuts. it yeah. drives her crazy. <laughs> she just can't <laughs> sleep.
1: Legitimately, repetitive noises for me, I it, it sends me naught to a hundred rage. Really, really quickly. Today, I could feel it. Yeah, really? he look. I looked up and Lockie was looking at it. me, it. and I was I like, and he my arms just smirked because
0: I could just, f- <laughs> I could feel the rage. Like legitimately, building.
1: it drives me. It. I just. It's. Illogical, but these things often are, yeah, right? There's yeah, no yeah. logic behind them. Today um, I was sitting in a Does that make you want one, to tap more?
0: I, it does. Not Look I started, at his face. I don't want to stop. Look
1: at his face. He really wants to. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: thing is, too, like it's not just tapping. Like he's doing a beat. Yeah. So he just, yeah, he's creating music. He should well,
1: sing. where the beat changes, where you're doing that and it's different... That's less irritating than just the yeah that drives that that. So
2: that. what I'm what I'm actually doing there is if you if you imagine that's one two and three it's doing one two three one three two three one three two like so yeah. it's going up and then back and then back and, and, but and then jumping it, around a bit. But, well, it, it's a, it's a pattern though. It's like one two three one three two one three ah, one two three one yeah and but but I've got it into muscle memory so I don't mm. like it's just doing it as fast as possible. That. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that would annoy me if someone else did it. Yeah,
1: and it's driving <laughs> literally, so. putting me really on edge. Um, when I used to run, I used to count my steps.
2: Mm. And I couldn't run
1: unless I counted my steps.
2: Okay, so I was sanding some wood in the garage like a couple of months ago and I was sanding it and with sandpaper, just like sand, 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 sand. Yeah. And I knew I'd sanded it enough but I couldn't stop because I was in the wrong rhythm wrong and I was number. like, no, hang on, hang on, I need to go one." Two, one, two, one. And all of a sudden I couldn't stop. i like, I just need to stop sanding it. I couldn't
1: <laughs> stop. <laughs> Yeah, today I had um I had someone cuz auditory overwhelm is is quite common for me as well, but like I had somebody um they were on a phone call with a person in the room next to me who had them on speakerphone. And so, I could hear them talking. Mm. Then I could hear the, feedback. the speakerphone, yeah. so I could hear the same thing being said, but it's slightly different. Like you know, so like she was talking, and then I could hear her what what she was saying through their speakerphone in the other room, and so then the responses to it.
2: You were in the room. With I was in the room A. In,
1: no, no, I wasn't in a room with anyone. So I was in a room. Yeah. Outside my room. Yeah. This person was having this conversation. Like, yeah. so that it was like an adjoining room. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then the wall with the door. Between me and the and the next room, there was a wall, but the soundproofing's terrible. So I could hear them, and I'm like, why aren't you just in that room? I was about them? to say,
2: can you just go out Why are there? you
1: just not in that room? Talk to each then? other. <laughs> but I got to the point where someone then came in, and I, I'd stopped working, and I was sat there mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, are you right? And I was like, what? What and they're like? You look like you are like you've just had really bad news and <laughs> literally like my neck was up, my hands were clawed. You know, yeah, I was yeah. literally my eyes were wide. I was just like, I can't. So
2: something deal on a with this. similar topic. Something that I have learned about myself over the past few years before diagnosis yeah. was that in meetings at work, when there would be people talking and there's someone talking and then someone else starts talking, but that person didn't finish, and suddenly two people are talking at the same time. I'll. I started to realize that I couldn't listen to either of them when they both start talking. It's like I'll oh, just keep just focus on that one. Like, I can't focus on any of them.
3: Yeah. And okay. then
2: and then I realized probably about a year ago that it would. I don't know whether it was getting worse or not, but I would actually have to close my eyes and mm-hmm. just like no, I can't. I just wait, wait it out. It's gonna finish. Ah, it's finished. Okay. Now what did I miss? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas wow. everyone else would like unfazed by it. And um, now that I've ...had the diagnosis and I understand a little bit more about that... From me could be related to, who knows. But that could be related to the autistic part... ...being mm-hmm. able to comprehend and difficulties with communication. Maybe yeah. it's the ADHD and the sensoriness. Yeah. But um, now it's to the point where I don't even... ...I didn't make a conscious decision... But now when it happens, I literally put my hands over my ears and I put my head down on the desk. Yeah, and and like and I don't I don't care because I've told everyone at work about my diagnosis yeah. and they understand it and all that. But I feel like I don't know what changed other than some unconscious masking. Where yeah. I, it actually feels easier for me to just be very public about it. No, I'm not yeah. trying to make a message. I'm just no. it's just easier for me to do this. And when it's done, I'm happy. I'm not angry at anyone. No. I just I just need to do that. Whereas yep. if I didn't do that, I thought no, no no I'm a I'm an adult. I should be able to sit here and look professional
1: and be. The, the grown up man I am yeah. a grown
2: man yeah. then then it would be a lot more internally painful. Whereas if mm-hmm. I just put my hands over my ears and i look down at the desk then it, it I don't have a problem with it. I just didn't hear what you said. So
1: <laughs> you're shifting is this true? You're shifting your discomfort outwards. And you're yeah. basically saying, do you know what? This is the discomfort I'm experiencing. Yeah, this. And just you know be my what? Problem. You can all experience that yeah. right now because of the fact that, frankly, who taught you communication skills? <laughs> Two people do not speak at once. Yes, she says, obviously being the queen of that. But you know what I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And so, in some cases, similar to your telephone situation, when yeah. you're when I'm in a room talking to some people, and someone's talking, and I can hear, it, but someone else comes in to the background, and they're talking to someone else over there, but a little bit too loudly.
3: Mm-hmm. Suddenly,
2: it's like mm, this meeting is basically just gone on hold like I cannot hear a word you're saying, you're only a metre away from me and that person's 30 metres away but I can't hear a word you're saying. So
1: that's really interesting. So it's almost like you can't run two channels at the same time whereas I can run 507, you know. So I I hear all those things and they are all equally present for me but I can easily work through every single one of them.
2: No, no, I've got a single-track mind.
1: Yeah, okay. (laughs) But, (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) 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 Uh, But, you know, like seriously, if that was happening, I have done that and I still, again have to use multiple spoons not to do it, not to sing along with the song that's on in the background while I'm having a serious conversation with somebody who's divulging the their deepest personal hurtful feelings that they've had and I'm being there listening a year and then Britney Spears comes on and I'm like, <laughs> you drive me crazy. <laughs> anyway, don't sing it. I'm still paying just as much attention and then somebody else is over here, you will not even believe what they're talking about and I have in the past laughed at things that are happening, as you say, if they're within my hearing reach, I'll hear it and um and I'll be like, "Oh, yep, oh my god." And people are like, "What am I?" Like, um before, yeah, before <laughs> diagnosis, I'd be like, "What they just said?" And people would be like, "What are you on about?" Like, is, is there someone else you in not the room? Heard this? <laughs> like, yeah. And so I'd be laughing away and thinking it was really funny and everyone like Rude bitch! Like, why are you listening to their conversation? I was like, I can't not.
2: You can't not. The, I the, actually can't. The sound not. just got into my ear holes.
1: It Got into my, Anyway, sorry.
2: Back on track to the stimming. Back. <laughs> I, I, no, I'm not. I'm not pointing you back on track. It's me. I keep yes. sending you off into the bushes. Andrew's back.
0: Come on. <laughs> <laughs> can't do that while I'm drinking. Um,
2: back to your <laughs> comment about what is stimming.
0: My bad. It's passed. You can can you drop it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like it's hot. Um,
2: yep. I forgot what I was going to say. I'm a terrible <laughs> Back person. Back to the stimming. Uh, yes. I've, I noticed when I... ...now that I'm looking for these things... ...I guess I wasn't looking two years ago... ...but now in the last six months I've been kind of looking for... oh, ...what is that? Is that something? And... I've noticed that if I'm in a conversation with someone where I am uneasy,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, not necessarily like uh, I guess more like I don't understand what we're doing here. What, Like I said before, like what is this conversation? Is it because you want me to do something? Is it because you're just trying to inform me so I can do something? Yeah. Um, I've noticed that in a meeting like that I'll do a lot of stimming and I'll, I'll feel all of my autistic characteristics very enhanced. Like I can't maintain eye contact yep. and I'm, or I've got to be looking away and I'm constantly fidgeting and all of a sudden my clothes are really itchy on my back and I'm tapping my fingers and I'm trying to like figure out like well, I don't understand. But then I in some cases when it suddenly becomes really clear, like the person I'm talking to, to talking to will say something like, okay, I need to go and do this, I need your opinion about what I should do, then all of a sudden I feel like calm come all over me and I won't stim I'll just go completely limp and I'll be like oh yeah and I'll have a really good conversation about it and I notice it can go in like just two three seconds I could just like suddenly stop tapping and and all of a sudden everything's fine and so I feel like the stimming in that case can be brought on by an internal tension that is is unresolved and my brain doesn't really know what's happening and so the stimming is a way to externalize it without going crazy yeah but then as soon as that that ...inward kind of tension dissolves... ...then the stimming doesn't need to happen anymore. Mm.
1: Yeah, It's like a coping mechanism.
2: Yeah, so it might be the the spinning of the finger... ...the the, like twirling of the pens or something like that... ...but it might be that if... ...that might be because I'm trying to think of something... ...or I'm I'm struggling to understand something. But then all of a sudden if I end up in a different space... ...where like there is no internal tension... ...then I might just stop that.
1: Mm -hmm. Interesting.
0: Mm. So you've been tense the whole time you've been here. (laughs) No, he's he's been concentrating and focusing. (laughs) (laughs)
1: And you did mention as well that you'd found um, an article in Attitude Mag that yep. had some really good things in it that related quite well. Now, we've talked about before, Attitude Mag, we are in no way affiliated, but they just have bloody good stuff on Yeah, there. this
2: was an article by William Dodson called The Secrets of the ADHD Brain. It's only a couple of pages long, but it's, it's the most succinct and um, relatable material that I've read relatable to myself and my own experiences. Um, And I've read like a bunch of books but this is literally just a couple of pages long and it seems to cover more ground. Yeah, okay. That Um, happens, right? I've taken just a few kind of paragraphs from it that are relatable to my experiences. So some of the things that I struggle with the most with my, I guess ADHD, who knows really, but doesn't really matter, um, is planning and organising. Absolutely terrible at that. Although I, my Will take over and can be really good at like planning or devising an organizational system for a theoretical person. Yeah. But then if I sit in that seat and try to be the person that uses it, it's like, no, this doesn't work and I'll just yeah. throw it out the window. So I can't I can't plan for myself. I can't organise my own stuff. Um time blindness. Mm-hmm. Always late, always. Like even today I was looking at the time, it was 11.19. I was like, I've got a meeting at 11.30. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to keep reading this email. And I looked down it was 11.29. I was like, that was honestly 30 seconds so 10 minutes fast.
1: Yep. Um, That too reminds me of a meme that that I pulled out for today about exactly that. So I'll get to that in a second because I just interrupted you. Go.
2: Correct, you did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And also time optimist. So... I would I'd be working on something and I'll be doing something and like someone will say, oh, is that almost done? I'm like, yeah, I'm almost done. And in my head I'm like it's like another five minutes but I'll keep working on it and then I'm like, oh, that was actually an hour remaining. But, yeah. I, but I honestly thought it would only be five minutes. I'm just always optimistic on how quickly I can do things yeah. and how little I'll get sidetracked. Um, <laughs> the other thing that I, um, I think, well, I, okay, here's an article that, Link, link. here's the, the uh, paragraph from the article that links strongly to describe those organisational things. So quoting here directly, people with ADHD aren't good at ordination, which is planning and doing parts of a task in order. Tasks in the neurotypical world have a beginning, a middle and an end. They don't know where and how to start since they can't find the beginning. They jump into the middle of a task and work in all directions at once. Organisation becomes an unsustainable task because organisational systems work on linearity, importance and time. And so that's completely relatable to me because almost everything I feel like I do, I only jump into the middle of it. It's like where's the interesting bit? Let's get in there and do that bit and I just kind of work out in all directions and I never really finish anything because I've never taken it in a like start to finish approach. It's just get in the middle, do some things and eventually I'm like, oh, I think I'm done but there's all these things in the corner that I never got to.
1: Yeah, okay. That is relatable, 100%. Like I um am... Uh, We've talked about it before, but like I've literally developed strategies over the years to get into the corners when I don't want to. And one of the things you saw just then that I wrote on post-its, and I've talked before about my love of post-its, post-its are how I stop myself going off on side quests Hmm. and they're how I stop myself going off into the corners when I need to remain in the centre. But they're then the reminder I come back to that these are the corners I need to go to. And I have to put one on every post-it. It It can't be a list of five on one post-it. It It has to 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 be one thing on each post-it. A so that I get um, I can go, right, that's that. Okay, this is this, hmm. that's this task. I can do that now. Hmm. But B, so I get the dopamine hit of ripping the poster off and throw it in the bin.
2: And that in a way is like it's it's creating an externalization of mm-hmm. an issue. Like a lot of people Because if
1: I keep it on in the inside, I'll forget about it, it's
2: gone. It doesn't yeah, exist And anymore. In, and yeah. I agree with that. It's not even in my in my experience, it's not even that if it's in here I'll forget it. Because it's right, if it's in here, I'll forget it. Yeah. But if if I if I'm, if I'm keeping something in my mind, just, back to spoons, it just takes a lot of spoons to try and remember it, yes. even though I know I'm going to forget it. Yes. Because it's in there, I'm like, oh, I've got to do that. And I might remember it like it's not that I literally will forget things. Occasionally I will literally forget things. But most of the time I do remember things, but I, I only remember them at very specific times randomly <laughs> yep. over the next. When you
1: can't do anything about them.
2: Yeah, and it might be something that I'm, oh, I'll remember to do that tomorrow morning. But if, but I might randomly think of that in three days from now yeah. and then in another seven days and yeah. then three times that day and it's yeah. just like I can't predict when I'm going to remember this. Yeah, <laughs> It's like
0: every exam or interview ever. Yeah. And then when you walk out you're like, and then I should have said this and I should have said this and I could have said that and yeah. there was the answer to yeah. that. But
1: imagine if you're living that state of interview pressure every day. 24-7. Yeah, it's, it's almost
2: like your memory mm. is like you've got a memory is Optional. a ball, and it's like, oh, I'll put the ball in the memory bank, but, like, I can't reach in there. I just have to wait till they get shot back out. And, yeah. like, and But you get to the point in time where it's like, was I supposed to remember to do something now? I was like, I don't know. And then, like, three hours later, a ball comes flying out. It's like, oh, yeah, no, that was three tea. hours yeah. ago.
1: Um, Cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I oh, guess that's the now. other it's thing with, the, um, yeah. <laughs> with that visual signifier of a post-it. Firstly, I can stick it somewhere really annoying. But the other thing on it is... When I had the thought, it wasn't a random thought that I went, oh, I'll think about that later. It was a random thought that I went, right, that is something that has to be done. If mm. it goes on the post-it, it's important enough to go on a post-it, which means it then almost makes me have to then do it because if I processed it at the time at lightning yeah. speed, which is what I did, and I you was saw like, saw right.
2: value in it at that time. At that so, point,
1: it yeah. needs to go on. If it's gone on a post-it, and it, that post-it might sometimes, depending on the time requirement of it, it might sit up here for ages. Like, for example... How bad is this? That this post up for ages. It's an occupational therapist for PB, right? Because I need to get a, an OT um, is really important, but it involves the functions that I find hardest, which is organising. I need to find uh, find one, and then I need to phone them, and then I need to organise a date and time. That's been up here for ages, but it is there, and it won't go until it gets done.
2: <laughs> so that that's good. So externalising is something that I found the most success with writing things down on yeah. paper very neatly.
1: And it has to be paper, right? It can't be electronically. Yeah. E-
2: electronic is not... Okay, so that's the other thing that I probably should have listed down as a thing. Is um, What's that thing that you talk about when it means that thing? Object impermanence. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah, it's yeah, like if it's in there, it doesn't exist. Yeah. It's just like if it's in my brain, it doesn't exist. Well, yep. that sounds weird. But like if I, if I try to remember it, it doesn't happen. If I put mm-hmm. it in my phone, it's not going to happen. But if you write it down... Now I, I had a lot of problems in the past where I'd be like, okay, I've got to try and use this new to-do manager or this new calendar or email yeah. app. And I would go through hundreds of them and they would never work and then mm-hmm. I'd eventually call bankruptcy on the whole thing and just write things down on a bit of paper. And that would seem to be the only thing that would work. And so yeah. then I'd be like, oh, great, I just need a paper system. So I'll use this book for these tasks and this book for these tasks and I'll have this bit of paper here and these post notes and all of a sudden I'd wait, where did I put that one? And I yeah. put it in the wrong book and I took the wrong book home mm-hmm. and it was like, ah. Oh. So now I've just dumbed it down to... I only have one book. Yeah, it's only one book. <laughs> everything is in there, everything. And but the act of externalizing something doesn't just give me the ability to potentially remember it because it's written somewhere. But just the fact that I've had something in my head for the last twenty minutes, I'm like, hang on, let me just write it down. It's actually like, oh,
3: suddenly Raise I'm attention. I'm just
2: like yeah. I'm calm. Mm-hmm. And it's just because it's there. It's like, oh, it's fine. I can come back to that later now. But if I if I had to keep that up there, it's just a constant agony that I can't stop. And so like it gets to the point where I don't even know what I'm feeling but it might be a Thursday or something and I'll be like I just feel uh, not burnt out but a bit overwhelmed or something mm-hmm. at work and I'm like hang on and I'll just write down like 20 things that I'm just thinking about. They may not even be action items. They're just like thoughts and some things like oh I've got, got an email. I might read that. Maybe you won't. I'll just write these things down and all of a sudden I'm like oh, I don't need to do anything anymore. <laughs> yep. I'll just put it all in there. I'll just come back to there when I need to find something to do.
0: Yeah. I want to see the page that just has plot of land, plot of land.
2: <laughs> 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 A lot
1: of land. <laughs> um, yeah, that's why I do post its. I have a notepad as well, like where it has. But I find the act of writing for me is how I concentrate. Yes, well, so that I can con- if I'm writing. If I've tried to do it and be like, you know, look at me, I'm digital, and try to do it on a laptop, it has to be writing. And there is, but I rarely go back to it.
2: But that's okay. There is some studies about the like the physical act of using your fingers to Mm -hmm. write creates different memories in your brain about the task you're writing. Yeah, and it can also, I think, even if you're not writing, if you're just like just drawing squiggles and doodling during a meeting, it's proven to actually increase your attention to what's being said Mm -hmm. in the meeting, even though it looks like you're completely distracted.
1: Yeah. With uni, I tried highlighting because I was like, I'm literally, I've got note in, in, in this cupboard here, I've got like binders and binders of notes and things um, from my various different study things. And so a uni and that I tried to just do highlighting, couldn't tell you a thing I got out of those lectures. Whereas if I wrote my mm. own vermi- version of shorthand, you know, like my own, yeah, I, I could still tell you most of that now, mm. you know. Mm. So, yeah, it's bonkers.
2: So back to that poster note that's stuck yeah. up on the wall there. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I took out of this article the most, which is the difference between importance versus interest.
1: Oh, yes. I've been seeing that a little bit lately.
2: So I uh, – let me, let me just read this. This is a little bit longer, but let me read it. <clears throat> so for people with a neurotypical nervous system, being interested in a task or challenged or finding the task novel or urgent is helpful – but it is not a prerequisite for doing it. Neurotypical people use three different factors to decide what to do, how to get started on it and how to stick with it until it is completed. One, the concept of importance. They think they should get it done. Number two, the concept of secondary importance. They are motivated by the fact that their parents, teacher, boss or someone they respect thinks the task is important to tackle and to complete. And three, the concept of rewards for doing a task and consequences or punishments for not doing it. A person with an ADHD nervous system has never been able to use the idea of importance or rewards to start and do a task. They know what's important, they like rewards, and they don't like punishment. But for them, the things that motivate the rest of the world are merely nags. Researchers view ADHD as stemming from a deficit or or deficit-based nervous system. I see ADHD stemming from a nervous system that works perfectly well by its own set of rules. Unfortunately, it does not work by any of the rules or techniques taught and encouraged in a neurotypical world. People with an ADHD nervous system know that if they get engaged with a task, they can do it. The main problem is that they were given a neurotypical owner's manual at birth. It works for everyone else and not for them.
1: And we have an interest-based nervous system. I've heard that phrase used and I reckon Mm. it probably came from something like this article, that we have an interest-based nervous system type of thing. So it's like if it's interesting, I will be there for hours. If it's boring, it doesn't matter how important it is, I'm out.
2: And that's based on like the hyper focus as well. If there's mm-hmm. something interesting you can apply so much effort to without mm-hmm. even spending a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> and but but if it's something that's really, really important, yeah. it can be it can be literally like an invisible barrier to even starting, initiating the task. And yep. and that's part of the, the prefrontal cortex and the executive function is is engaged by interest, but it cannot be engaged by importance yep. or, or urgency. Mm-hmm. And I and I th- I feel like the way that would ...appear outwardly, what, what is this cat doing? <laughs> she's, she's just being involved. She just
1: wants to be on your head. She's being involved. Tickling,
2: tickling my hair. Um, but I feel like outwardly that would appear to people I guess unfamiliar... ...with how this feels as uninterested and lazy... ...or mm-hmm. like don't you realise this is important? It's like no, no, I do realise that's important. But, but also no, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> but but even even in some cases, I've been in a situation where I I know how important that is, and I know what the consequences are going to be. Mm-hmm. And so, I, but I'm not interested in it. But I still I know how important it is. I'm going to do it. But even the act of doing it just doesn't work. Yeah. Like it's like why it's like your brain just like goes slows right down. It's like why did you slow down, brain? Come on, I'm doing it. Yeah. But then there's something that is completely unimportant but it's so interesting, and the brain just goes, here we go, off we go. But
1: don't you find on those things, that's where a deadline comes in? And so it'll be a four-hour task, and you will put it off for the entire 12 hours you've got allocated to be able to do it until the last 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then you'll pull together and it'll probably be really good anyway and it will cover off everything but you'll be like you know what if i cannot get everything else the only way i can do this is if i'm i've got the dopamine hit of that pressure the rush the intensity of getting this done and the stress gives me that dopamine to be able to get through it
2: and it in in my case i agree in my case it kind of it presents as a it's almost like for a uni assignment for example it's the night before and it's like well, now there's an interesting challenge. Mm-hmm. How can I get all this stuff done in the, in this time constraint? Yeah, and but can it, I still do it? Yeah, can parade? I st- – like, how, yeah. yeah, how am I going to do it to really hit all the, the important bits in a way that, like, no one else – well, everyone else would have had, like, six months to work on this. Yeah. It was like now I, I've got a different challenge now. Yeah. And but when I was on the last episode, you asked um, a few questions that I don't actually think I spoke about. But one of them was, like, what does a typical day look like? Yeah. And I <laughs> this is what I wrote down. Uh, don't get out of bed on time, late to work, late to all of my meetings. I have lots of meetings, usually six to eight per day, most of which I'm the organiser of and I'm still (laughs) late to the morning. And and you can tell me. uh, Actually, I've got a story about that. I'll I'll go off track later. Um, I forget to write down notes from the meeting, then forget everything that happened. Or I write down my notes in four different places and can't remember which notes are written where. When I have a break between meetings, I get back to my desk and suddenly feel like I have heaps of free time and I don't know what to don't know what to work on. So I pick something that's really interesting to, to me and I get totally absorbed by it and I forget to eat my lunch. Then five minutes before my next meeting, I suddenly remember that I was supposed to prepare a presentation for this meeting. So, that, <laughs> so I try to cram it. I turn up to the meeting late. I just wing it and I make up the presentation on the spot and somehow I land on my feet and it ends up being a half-decent effort and I get compliments about it, which makes me feel like a fraud. I get home from work later than I should have Try to get the kids ready for bed without revving them up, which is difficult because at this part of the day I just want to be a kid myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stay up way too late due to revenge bedtime procrastination, <laughs> <laughs> and then I do it all again.
1: Can I please get a photo of that? And mm-hmm. I think I think that is a visual thing people would love to read as well.
2: And and that is a typical day. But that that the elements of that are literally things that happened within the last month. Like mm-hmm. I think the week that I was on the last episode, that literally happened. It was like. It's like, oh, I've got like an hour and a half before my next meeting. Oh, sweet. And I got stuck into doing some charts and visualizations, like work-related stuff, yeah. but it was stuff that I was really interested in. Yeah. And then I was like, looking at the time, I was like, oh, I've got 20 more minutes. I look at the time. Oh crap, only five more minutes. And it's like, wait, what is this meeting? I looked and was like, oh no. I was supposed to, I'm <laughs> supposed to present to these eight people about how this happens and this. And I was like, oh crap. So I went in there and just kind of like. Interpretive dance, yes. <laughs> so relatable. <laughs> and so then,
1: relatable.
2: and then they're like, "Wow, you did such a good job!" And I'm like, "No, I didn't. I just made it all. I didn't make it up, but like, but I just made how it how could up on I the
1: good, spot. good I could have been."
0: To be like, "If yeah. I blink, they'll know." <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome. That is so good. Um, yeah, I'm getting a collection of like with the last little hand-drawn meme that you did for us as well. Um, I'm, I'm getting. A, I'm going to get a collection of Andrewisms. I've decided. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you wish. <laughs>
2: Actually, now that we are not on track, what was I going to get off track about? A story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Late to all the meetings. So always late to meetings. And, um, and there's, there's one person that I work with who is like the absolute opposite of ADHD. <laughs> yeah. When I described to him that I had inattentive ADHD, he was like, he just couldn't understand. It. It's like, but how could you? Like, you don't look like you could possibly. That doesn't make any sense. And and he's like, but if you struggle to like pay attention, you just need to like focus harder. And like, he's not he's not being dismissive <laughs> at all. He's no, I he's get it. He just yeah. He's the kind of person who he has exactly the same food at the same time every day, and like it, it's just the whole thing is a routine for him. Like yeah. he's not not doing anything outside of the same routine, and so he's obviously turning up to every meeting on time. And he's, he's always sitting there and I come in late again and you can see the disappointment on his face. <laughs> and there was,
1: you could have just focused more. And,
2: and there was one meeting last week that he was the organiser of and I was like getting myself ready. I was walking to the meeting room and I looked at my watch I was like, I am three minutes early for this meeting and it's with him. And I was like, great, like he's going to really appreciate this. And I was so happy and I walked in the door and he was already in there with the other person who was in the meeting. I opened the door like... Big smile on my face and he said, oh, Andrew, can you just stay out there? I'm just doing something else with something. And just push me back out of the door. And I had to stand in the corridor for five minutes and then I came back in and I was late to the meeting. I was like, the one chance that I had to redeem myself and he shut me down.
1: Um, so I found this meme but I want to give it to you.
2: Do you want me to read this? I yep. was just,
0: <laughs> just going to just look at it and then give the phone back.
2: God knew I would be too powerful if I had an attention span. <laughs> So, this is just to try and just even you up with everyone, yeah. even playing. For but you.
1: I gave that to you there because I feel <laughs> I feel that, that, that this meme might have been yours after all. <laughs> so what? I was going to say your
0: before, meme? you, before meme. your memes. Oh. Yep. Um, did you bring any snacks?
1: I did bring snacks, but because of the time, I was going to not do it.
0: I brought snacks too. So oh, okay. From the chemist. No, it's just wrapped in the chemist.
1: <laughs> what are they?
0: This. It looks like medicine. Is a toxic waste bear. Oh, I want one of them immediately.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in
1: my face. Yeah, Yeah.
2: toxic
0: waste bears. Five delicious flowers. Flowers. (laughs) Five delicious flavors. Stop yapping. Just open it. Come on, we're
1: an hour and 24 minutes in. Let's do this.
0: Are these supposed to be. They're going to be super, super sour. I it's going to be one of those things. It's like, it's super sour, and then you're like, mm, nice lifesaver. Do, do you
2: remember the warheads from back in the days? You know the sour warheads and the hot warheads?
0: Nope. No? no. Choose your weapon. What, what do
2: you think is going to be more sour? Probably a yellow Strawberry, one. Strawberry,
0: blue raspberry, pineapple, tangerine, or lime.
2: Oh, they're way too soft.
1: I'm saving the. Uh I'm saving the pineapple one for you. There's only one. He's, there you go. He's gone. He's gone early. I
2: don't. That's I don't him. think there's anything toxic <laughs> about that. <laughs> They're not toxic bears.
0: There's barely any sugar in them. What have you bought? Uh-huh. All. Mm-hmm. All the snacks are disappointing. They're too soft.
1: They're That's literally not. It's not even worth the rest of the calories. How are you, Lucky? <laughs>
0: Just tastes like pineapple.
1: That was boring. Mm. Oh, yeah.
0: the,
2: the, they are delicious, but they're definitely yeah. not sour. Not no.
1: sour. Okay, I got these.
0: I'll, I'll.
1: Choose your weapon. Mm. I would recommend not putting this whole thing in your gob as well. Just take Why? a nibble because it's going to be very chewy and it'll be quite a horrible sound to listen to on the podcast.
2: Okay, so just <laughs> to make sure this audio medium is actually doing mm. justice, it's a it's a tube with a white thing in the middle of it.
1: Yep.
0: And it was this green? Oh, is it?
2: yeah. Is it like like licorice, imitation licorice on the outside?
1: Oh, the green one's nice. It's apple.
2: What's in the middle? Is that like a sour? Sherbet. Oh, it's a sour sherbet. Okay. It's not mm.
0: very sherbet-y. Mm.
1: That's all right, that. Yeah. Mm, mm. No, it's not bad. But I realise I've left the packet in the pantry. So I can't tell you what it is. Yeah, that's <laughs> all right. <laughs> They're the new Lifesavers range.
2: That's a Lifesaver?
1: Yeah, so I've been... Finding lifesavers have been doing loads of stuff lately. So, what I've been doing basically is finding anything new in the range, bringing it in, and we all do a taste test. And it wasn't deliberately all lifesavers. It started off with a um, what are they called? Cheezel or something like that? Twisties. Twisties. Started off with a raspberry twisty. Freaking disgusting. So,
2: wait, which one of you demands twisties have to be cheese only? Hmm. No, I don't you, do you don't twisties. do the chicken twisties? I don't do twisties. No. Are twisties, are cheese twisties literally the same thing as cheesels, just in a different shape? I reckon. No. Really? Yep. Are they, what are they, more dense?
1: While you guys are talking about that, I'm going to go find the packet so I can tell you what
2: they are. <laughs> I was eating a cheesel the other day and I was like, if this was in a different shape, I might be convinced that this was just a twisty.
0: No, I think it's more flavour and cheesels are more air puffed. Does mm. that makes sense?
2: Mm, aerated.
0: I don't know how to explain it. Other it's like, than like that.
2: a brick compared to a like Hebelstone mm. stone. block.
0: Okay. And I think there's more flavour on a twisty. It's
2: more surface area on a cheeseel.
0: So they should have more flavour. Twisty should bring out round twisties like cheesels. Call them tubies. <laughs> twist, twist, twist. Straighties. Twist. Straighties. Straighties.
1: Roundies. <laughs> tubies. Nice. Roundies or tubies. Alright, so these are lifesavers, mixed sherbet fizz sticks. I'm gonna say but of they're all not the
2: lifesavers. They're a stick. It's like a lifesavers brand. Yeah, yeah, but the lifesaver is supposed to be the thing that you throw into the yeah. water a to save someone's yeah. life. Yeah. You're not gonna throw a, a, a pool noodle like a It's could. better than this shit, <laughs>
1: Alright. This oh, that, bloody that was sour right. bear right. thing. And
0: it's, oh, it's just a lolly. So this tasteless. is this there's no sherbet in this. They they taste identical to me. There's no sherbet in this. Like there's less sherbet in this than Daryl That Baldwin. entire
1: white bit <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, okay. <coughs> that entire white bit is sherbet.
0: Yeah, but it's not very sherbety. I think it is. It's not making me say, how's that?
1: I've been trying to find the Lifesavers Fruit Tingles mm. because they were what I started with and they have been my absolute favorite. I love that. I can't find them anywhere. Even in like Woolies, I think I got these from that had, I'm not shin you, about 15 different types of different Lifesaver sweets in there. Um, but not they the didn't fruit have tingle. Fruit Tingles and I was very disappointed. Mm. What's your meme? What you mean? What you mean? What you mean? What, what, you, you, mean? what you mean? Why do you do that every time? Because it does that. <sighs> okay. What you mean? Um, all right. So, what you got, Lockie?
0: Um, I've got pertinent ones for today, actually. One them. Um, and now I see it's got a picture of Keanu sitting there looking very dejected. But I'm just imagining um, Andrew right now, and it's got person sits next to me. Me waiting a few extra minutes before leaving so I don't hurt the person's feelings. You weren't listening to me at all.
1: Yeah, I was. I just don't think it's funny.
0: <laughs> I but need I a visual. Know. It's pertinent to the conversations that we've just been having.
1: I don't think it is. Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand <laughs> it. but I get uh, it, okay, uh, but I just did not think it was funny. I'm sorry. Um, I do have one, though, that is pertinent <laughs> to the conversation today. Which is my two ADHD moods. I can't do it. I can't stop doing it. My two ADHD times, now or not now. My two ADHD memory modes. I literally cannot recall the words that just came out of my own mouth. Or I can recite the opening paragraph of every single Magic Treehouse book.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Or all the words to those songs you were singing. It's not
1: funny. Oh, shit. It's just not funny. (laughs) All right, what you got,
2: Andrew? Um, Mine is uh, a comic of the the ADHD dinos. You oh seen these? no! Little dinosaur. Oh, I
1: think maybe yes. Okay, I have. Yeah. This
2: is relevant to what we're talking about. It's so this this is the ADHD dinosaur, and yeah. this is its brain, and its brain is saying, "Don't forget about that really important thing from before." And the dinosaur says, "Thanks, brain." And then the dinosaur says, "Can you remind me in two weeks?" And the brain says, "Probably." And the dinosaur says, "Yeah, that's good enough."
1: <laughs> 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 Got another one, lucky.
0: Oh, and I've got another terrible one that says not relatable to this conversation. It's a picture of a very smug-looking Shaquille O'Neal. And it says when one of your fake scenarios you made in your mind turns into a real situation and you know exactly what to do next. With your storytelling in your own brain...
1: Oh, I was going to say, were you looking for the orange?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. I would have thought what, what, what would have been better. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. That's Fluted. three that I've got. It was a fluke, actually. I can't pretend it wasn't. That's not ADHD. I do that too. It's made me think of you know, your mate when he was in. And you just need to focus more. I know it's not exactly what he was saying. but um, So that's not ADHD. I do that too. That's not ADHD. Everyone does that. Famous last words spoken by someone soon to be diagnosed with ADHD. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Boom. Yeah. I do have one other one as well, but it's probably less relevant. But I'll read it out and then I'll edit it out if I decide it's not great. Um, Yeah, hell yeah, I've got time off work. You know what that means? I'll try to relax but ultimately end up internally chastising myself for not using my free time to create one of society's most beloved works of art. (laughs) (laughs) can't relax yeah
2: can't relax never never you don't know what i find like to i relax. find
1: relaxing deeply unsettling
2: hmm. yeah and that is one of the one of the questions that i'm sure came up in the diagnosis <laughs> <laughs> i remember being asked a lot of those questions do you have a difficult time unwinding and relaxing
1: mind your business <laughs> and,
2: <laughs> and and actually relevant, who's asking back yeah. to um what you just said before about says everyone else who's yet to be diagnosed um I've like since being diagnosed, some people that I know have come to me with like similar mm-hmm. um, struggles, I guess, and and have, have said stuff like, sometimes I just find it really hard to relax. Like, I'll sit down on the couch and I'll get a book and I just, I'll read like a, a line or two lines. I'm like, no, this doesn't work. I need yeah. to do something else. And and they I need just can't. Yeah. And I'm like,
1: yeah. yeah, you're pretty much
2: diagnosing yourself here. Yeah. You? <laughs> yep.
1: They're on the dopamine hunt, dopamine hunt, dopamining, hashtag, trademark, whatever. Dopamining, mining for dopamine. Just explain that because nobody looks very impressed right now and this is freaking awesome.
2: Now you're over explaining. Damn it. (laughs) Who'd have thought? You've gone to the next level.
0: Got any more trigger words for her?
1: Stop it. Don't don't encourage my enabler.
0: Do you have like a library? No, it's just generally in conversation when things are coming up.
2: What about Um, when anyone says to you, when like you do something, you say, oh, you're welcome. That doesn't trigger you?
1: What can I say except? Yeah. Actually, I did this at, at, um, at work today. Um, somebody said something, and I was like, "You're welcome," like that, and then uh, and it was funny at the time. And they were talking about somebody else, and then I went and sat down, tried not to, started stimming within an inch of my life, and then I was just like, "What can I say <laughs> except, you're welcome?"
0: It's just it just happens. Just naturally, organically in conversation. Just you hear something, something pops up and then it just yeah, it must, spews out.
2: It must just feel like a little bit of a minefield just talking talking to you. <laughs> 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 Sorry. I, just, I don't know if you, this is going to trigger your RSD. RSD. <laughs> <laughs> but I just mean like. I'm just imagining from from your perspective, like anything you say is going to be a lyric from a song, <laughs> <laughs> and and you never know if this is this a is a movie.
0: serious conversation. Yeah. But she just goes off. Yeah. But it's also like the flip side where I would do it to annoy her <laughs> a lot. And yeah, um, yeah so it'd be like, like it look at the power away. I
1: have over you. Oh, I just went down then the labyrinth. You mm. know, you have no power over me. Are you God trying, trying to be
0: serious? You're yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: such a jerk. Why <laughs> did
2: The thing that the It's
1: been a long time gone, Constantinople? Why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business but the Turks. Even old New York was once new Amsterdam. Why they changed it I can't say. People just liked it better that way. <laughs> it's, it's a historical song, my God.
2: Are you are you really attaching to this the like the um the rhythm and the music or is it more the lyrics? Like, you know there's some people who will like sing songs that so literally don't even know mm. what the words are though.
1: Definitely lyrics I reckon. But I think I think it's more than that. I mean it's cuz I always move with it as well. So mm. but definitely like Jagger?
3: <laughs>
1: um shit. Yes. Um so this is this is why life is hard. <laughs>
0: This is where life this is why is, life. is hard.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well you can imagine if you sit in a somebody's telling you something incredibly sensitive and they you know they say something, um, you know, and it could be anything, and immediately and it's not just you you just saw a bit of it now, and, and you know, it gets a lot worse than this when I'm you know, but it's not something it's so loud in my head.
0: It'd be good if you could so turn loud. it into like spoken words. So, you know, and just see how much of your day language, you can get good. through. Because, like, if you're having one of those conversations and someone called Annie comes in to talk to you and you're just like, the sun
1: will come no. out tomorrow.
0: But just be like, no. Annie, are you okay? <gasps> are you okay, Annie? <laughs> you just set up your whole life around the, the narratives
2: of the songs that are in just your Just head. trying to speak out lyrics. Yeah. You're just going to a different department down the road to find someone because goes, is there anyone here called Annie? I need to check. is there okay? <laughs> Are you okay, Annie?
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to Andrew for joining us on the couch again. Um, and no thank yous to Lachlan for deliberately triggering... <laughs> like I've been exploited
2: during <laughs> this conversation. Nice. Thank you. I, I I do admit like I'm I'm encouraging him here. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm the enabler. Yeah. But and I understand I understand it's, this is a safe place, right? It is, and I'm not I, too I'm stressed just very, about it. I'm right very very interested and curious about mm. it. And and this is something that I I'm probably really annoying about in other cases as well. Yeah. There was someone I used to work with who just couldn't stand making decisions, which mm-hmm. is interesting. And so I would I would just pester her like <laughs> But if you needed to pick this, the blue pen or the red pen, which one are you going to pick? She's like, I, 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 can't, I can't choose. You just need to choose for me. It's like you need to make a decision. And I'd just be really that irritating. So <laughs> because I'd just be so fascinated about the psychology. It's like what, what is stopping her from making a decision? So I'm just so fascinated about how your brain mm. can so,
1: so... And it's such rapid. Like most of those songs wouldn't be anywhere near anything I'm thinking about. But it's not and even... it's completely unrelated to anything I'm doing. Somebody will say a word... And my brain quickly through the jukebox and finds the song.
2: And and a different part of what like that you, you said the word Annie, but you jumped in in less than a second it's with musical. A, to the, a song from mm. the musical. But it wasn't you weren't singing the word Annie. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how your brain made those connections so quickly.
1: Yeah, it is interesting, right? Brains, hey.
2: Yeah, they're yeah yeah they're a bit interesting. Yeah. Sorry, sorry for enabling the the, yeah. <laughs> the pain.
1: And um, if anybody else wants to trigger any songs, don't. All right, so we'll not be messaging me with the odd line from a song (laughs) (laughs) to see what that does. Thank you. Um, (laughs) But no, um, as always, we have loved having you here. Um, Please share the podcast with friends or family if you feel it might be remotely interesting to them, especially soon as there is another very popular podcast that's just announced it's winding up today. I'm suffering a bit of grief, I'm not going to lie. Just the Gist podcast no longer going to be operating Yep. They've – what's the word? What did uh, What did that bird say? Consciously uncoupled C-caw. the two um, co-hosts. Consciously uncoupled. Um, obviously, that is a cult podcast, slightly different to this. However, maybe we could fill the spot. Who knows? <laughs> well, if you're just
0: going to talk about the gist of things, like eventually your topics are going to run out, right, because you're only – Touching on
1: the oh, no, it's, it's very funny some of the stuff they go on about, but um but yeah, so please share. Come find us on socials. Um I appear to have been locked out of Instagram lately. So have I. Have you?
3: I d-
2: I d I I didn't do anything wrong.
1: Yeah.
2: It just one day it just said that you've got to put in your two factor authentication, but it wasn't working. And oh. I tried to reach out to them, but they don't care about me.
1: Well, it's very hard to get in touch with anybody. Um mm. it just says try again in a bit. So I've found This that was like four months ago. Well, I made the mistake of trying to get verified.
2: Right? (laughs) Yeah, locked out. No, I tried to to get
1: verified, and I and I don't know, right? So conspiracy theory moment. I don't do them often, but you know, I tried to get verified because it popped up saying, "Hey, you might want to consider getting verified," and not the paid for verification. Mm -hmm. I was first of all, I was like, nowhere near famous enough. Why bother? But then it kept popping up, and I was like, okay, let's do it. Let's let's put it in. Since I tried that, I think it now wants me to do the paid for verification because I'm not in the algorithm anymore. It's like I've tried to promote my site and they've gone, this person wants to promote their stuff. Hmm. It's yes. getting to pay for it. Sounds like. And cons- so now, whereas before, well, whereas before, I'd put a post up and within an hour, there might be, you know, uh, several thousand. Views because you know, Instagram and tick on TikTok, it would be a case of you know, within an hour, there'd be a couple of hundred thousand views or whatever. Whereas Instagram, much smaller, especially for someone like me. Um, now I'll go on there and within an hour, it'll be 10 people have seen it. Mm. And I'm just like, and this has been going on now for weeks. And I'm like, why do I even bother now? Like, what's the point? It's embarrassing. Put a post up, it's got 20 people liked it. Thank you so much. I love you, 20 people. But you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, it's I don't know what's happening. I've got uh, what, what's I think 7, Instagram is picking on people or whatever, so it's not like heaps. But of those seven <laughs> nearly eight thousand followers, only twenty people have liked it. I mean, come on now. That's not that's not accurate at all. Stop it. I mean, I've got more family members that are on the page that like it than that. Come on,
2: <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's it's just an anomaly these days. It's Who knows bothering what you me. Can do about it
1: because it takes hours, put a lot of work into it, so now I'm not bothering. But anyway, <laughs> uh, come find us on there, and if you all come, maybe it'll pick me back up in the algorithm again. That would be greatly appreciated. Um, but yeah, so I guess we'll see you in a fortnight. Anything else? We'll,
0: we'll hear you in a fortnight. Mm-hmm.
1: I will say see. And it's just going to be the way it is. Um, stay tuned for Lockie's beard growth. Um, so beard quest. We'll see how that got to that's got to. Um, Did you have a beard the last one. time I was on? Not like that. He didn't.
0: I can't remember. Nope. Probably not. Looks like, it's just a, gnome. Looks just like a gnome. It's growing. I, d- I, I didn't
2: notice anything different when I saw it. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, uh, Lockie, he Looks like face. his dad now. Is that' what your dad looks like.
0: Would be weird if I looked like my mum. <laughs> <laughs> But Sorry. then, but then I it might. So um,
1: A little gnome, Super Mario gnome.
0: He's got cupboard. a beanie on too. Yep. Oh, no, he's not much of a beanie wearer, to be fair. Yeah. Mm. He likes the colour purple. Buys all these purple things, puts them in his cupboard, never wears them. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know.
1: But he has a big beard. That was the point. So. And a yeah. purple cupboard.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. All right, let's do this because this is this is hell for me <laughs> <laughs> for editing. Um, but thank you all, everyone. Come see us. Come join us. We will uh, we will speak to you in a fortnight. And uh, yeah, that's it. Bye. Bye. See ya.